This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Moose Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk episode. We're back. 111, Jeffrey. That's a lot of episodes, wow. huh? One, one, one. In this episode, we talk about a lot of Star Wars news. Some of it really new. But before we do, it's social all nice media. and greasy with, with, with maple bacon. <laughs> That's right. Hey, have you ever tried, Jeff? Uh, there's a, a bacon maple donut from Union Square Donuts. Did you know yes, this? Yes, I have. Is it good? It's very good. <gasps> I'm going to get one so soon. Right. It was so good. That I took a photo of it and made it my background. Really? Yes, I background did. Background of what? This is important. Is it the laptop background, iPad background, phone background? My, my work computer screen. <laughs> Wait, right. did I never see this? Yeah, you. I, sh- I showed it to you. I think, yeah, this is sounding familiar now. Yeah. I don't know how I forgot. Maybe you know, back, was, back in, This was back when we were in the old building. It, it was lodged in my subconscious. See, there you go. And that's how good the bacon looks. That's why it's looking so appealing to me when I see pictures of this donut online. Speaking of social media, <laughs> social meteors. This is where the good moose milkers can find us on social media. On Apple Podcasts, search for the Skywalk Skies in Skywalk is in the thing you cook in, spell W O K. Spotify, same deal, search for the Skywalk. Disgracebook, Jeff, Facebook.com slash the Skywalk. Mm. On Twitter, <laughs> at the Skywalk. Instagram, Instagram, the Skywalk, and tell us about Potomatic, Jeffrey. As usual, listeners, we try to do things the right way. That means being smooth. In this case, we're talking about Star Wars over coffee.potomatic.com. That reminds me, Jeff, I just watched A Quiet Place again. And all the other platforms. Podbean, (laughs) Stitcher. Jeff, let's get on to Waititi Watch. Waititi! Today's Waititi Watch is brought to I us. I don't believe him. Is brought to us by the Hollywood Reporter, which said Waititi is developing his own Star Wars film. Quote: Duh. It's all finished. I'm done. He's joking, Jeff. But I thought that was pretty fun. Um, there really is no Waititi Watch <laughs> at the moment. That's what I was thinking. I was like, why? <laughs> why is there something yeah. here? But you know what? Like, so this was part of another article that was like John Favreau gives an update on the Mandalorian. This is more than John Favreau said about the Mandalorian. He was wow. literally like, "We finished season two. That's all I said. Everybody knew that. Yeah, yeah. Like season two yeah. is they they filmed it. They're in post production or whatever. Um, more on that later. Okay. Let's get to some news nuggets. We have a breaking news nugget, and I'm, I'm flipping, flipping it. this nugget. <laughs> I knew you were flipping it too. Today, Disney Plus ordered its next animated series from Lucasfilm, Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Now, Jeff, this cracks me up here, okay? Okay, first of all, just the word, putting the word bad Mm -hmm. in the title of any show. Yeah. All right, unless it's Breaking Bad, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Right, because if if you put bad in the title, it's going to be that much better (laughs) to escape criticism. So now it's got to be great, man, because you're just like, ah. Dude, like if the Bad Batch ends up being terrible, do you know how many bad one-liners are going to come from this? If we named this show the world's suckiest Star Wars podcast, then we have to be the absolute best podcast in the world. Right? right? Otherwise, people are like, wow, they really nailed that one. Yeah. 
Thanks, guys. Um, thanks, gonna, but no thanks. Jeff, I'm going to read you some of the press release um, because I haven't read it yet. So this all is right. kind of fun because uh, we can all experience this together. Okay. For better or for worse. It says, the series follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, first introduced in the Clone Wars, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. Members of the Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones, unique, sorry, um, a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army, each possess a singular exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. I should have read this in Clone Wars voice. Wow, like somebody really went uh, went to town on these uh, adjectives here. Should, should we go Clone Wars voice, Jeff? Go ahead, go ahead. Which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they okay, struggle to all, stay afloat. First of all, the Clone Wars people. I know. Why do they keep saying that? There's multiple planets involved. Um, giving a new all right, so I'm just trying right. to read to see if there's anything interesting about this at all. Do you know how I'm going to flip this nugget? <laughs> I'm going to flip this nugget the same way that I flip a paper football through two fingers on the other side of the, of the goalpost. Here's the thing. Now, I just happen to know that in sign language, that's an actual insult. Really? <laughs> the the gesture that you make when you... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. So, so, again, that's what I'm doing to this nugget. Because okay. I don't even want... I don't, look, I don't even want to lick my fingers from t after <laughs> touching the crust of this nugget. Okay. Okay? Okay. I'm going to say, Jeff, if this series ends up being good, if we end okay. up eating our words... <laughs> And real, like, go ahead, like, prove us wrong, right? Like, that'd Dude, be great. If this ends up being a great series, which I highly doubt, mm -hmm. I will eat ten McNuggets, okay, in a row mm -hmm. with no sauce. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you should do that, Jeff. I need you for the show. So <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't need you with an, an extended hospital stay. I'm putting that out there to the listeners. Listeners, I will do this. Brett, you need to hold me to this. Um, Jeffrey, I could care less about the Bad Batch. I think it's funny that they're attributing critical acclaim. Um, it said, fresh off the critically acclaimed series finale of Star Wars The Clone Wars. That's like attributing the Cavaliers 2016 NBA championship to J.R. Smith. <laughs> Flipping it. <laughs> Jeff, did you yeah, read? Flip, flip that sucker. Did you read? Next news nugget. They released, and this goes go. back a few weeks. This isn't really news anymore. It's a stale All nugget. Right. Did you read the High Republic chapter one? So for any yes, move milkers that don't know, they released the first chapter of the now delayed by like six months book, Star Wars, the High Republic. True. And what did you think, Jeff? They released the first chapter. I read it. You read it. Yes. And that's about it. Wow, speaking Jeff. Of flip, speaking of flipping nuggets, here's the thing. <laughs> About this, <laughs> Brett. Yeah. First of all, I wasn't intrigued by the artwork. Oh, okay. And so right. that was that was the first telltale sign that I'm not. I'm probably going to be disappointed by this mm -hmm. for the the cover of this new, entirely brand new history of Star Wars to be starting off with artwork that is so bland <laughs> that it's almost like eating. It's like eating rice. Oh that has been cooked and steamed, but then never given anything else. No salt, no pepper. No salt, no pepper, put into the fridge. No adobo. 
No, no, here's it. No salt, no pepper, but you put it into the fridge. You take it out two days later and you eat it without heating it up. Oh. That's what this is like. Oh man, Jeff. I yeah. I did not hate the artwork. I do think there was a little bit of what we talked about in our last episode. No, no, no. So what made the artwork worse yeah. is the chapter. Oh. Because then I started reading and I'm like, what is going on here? Right. Like these guys, have they never read an opening crawl? Like what is going on? So it, I, <sighs> I got... I couldn't I couldn't get past the first three paragraphs. Jeff, I understand. My reaction was not very different from yours. When I was reading it, hmm. I kept reading the main character as Michael from Star Trek Discovery. I don't know if you've Ooh. seen that show. No. But but like as I was reading it, that's who I was picturing in my mind. By the time I got to the end of it, I was like, yeah, that could have been any other star like any other sci-fi show. Anyone, anything else. I did not feel like there was anything uniquely Star Wars going Mm -hmm. on. Nope. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like poorly written or anything. I mean, I I, granted, like this is a very small sample size. True. And and of course, this is supposed to be the catalyst, right? That draws in the Jedi to some kind of conflict. Right. But come on. Jeff, this is sad. Like I said, (laughs) I, I I don't think we should judge on chapter one of a book. And it's not just of one book. It's like a series of books, right? This is like a whole interconnected storyline spanning different books and comics and whatever else it will span. But like, I almost canceled my pre-order, Jeff. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll put it this way. I'm just going to wait for the uh, comics. Yeah. I mean, look, the only way I'm reading this now is if we still don't have a vaccine. (laughs) Okay. So we need to make a new list. Vaccine or no vaccine? Do we need to still be in quarantine to care about this? That's, right, right. That's the new criteria. <laughs> Jeff, EA wants to double down on making Star Wars games. Interesting. I'm intrigued. This news, air quotes, comes to us by way of GameSpot, by way of IGN. Jeff, they make what? Like a game every two or three years? So are we basically saying please continue to print money? Yeah. <laughs> because, you know. I, yeah. I'm I'm still I'm still reserved about how good this other this new game is. The oh one yeah, with Star the, Wars uh, Squadrons. Yeah, so Star Wars Squadrons I, again. I'm I'm worried. It's got the JJ treatment, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, speaking of JJ, yep. You know what I've been watching? Star Trek. No, not that no. obviously. No, is it, it can't. It's less obvious. Lost. Nope. Before that, before Lost. Alias. Yes. Really. Yes. I I remember watching episodes sporadically when it was on TV, and I, I don't really remember much. So what I realized by watching Alias yeah. is J.J. does not know how to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. He's really good at the action, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the, the, the acting is good, and yep. the action is good. And usually but a very the, intriguing premise. Like there's and, a and, oh, dude, the star. Cool mystery. Like, yeah. He knows how to create the mystery. Right. He really does. But, it, but the follow through, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff, you should appreciate that J.J. Yeah. Abrams has now made it so much easier to know that he can't tell a story. Because, yeah. that, you know, back then it used to take you five yeah. seasons of a television show to figure out that there, <laughs> right. was, no, that there was no ending. <laughs> now you can find that out in two hours. Let, let, me, let me put it this way. Did yeah. you realize that the season one finale of Alias is basically a water balloon fight? Oh, my. No. 
Okay, like, I might have to go back and watch Alias. No, it, it was that bad. No, I'm never going to go back and watch it. So I would actually, after we record this, I kind of want you to spoil the whole thing for me. Okay. I just want right. you to tell me. This is like what my kid does. My kid the other day, I told her yeah, she yeah. should watch Life is Beautiful because it's mm-hmm. on. Um, oh, it's good on, movie. I think good it's on movie. H. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. She started to watch like 10 minutes. I, I left the room <laughs> and then I'm in the kitchen and my wife's like, oh, she got to the end. And I was like, no, she's like, she just started it. And she's like, no, that's like from the, that's the scene from the end when he's like calling his mom and, and I go back in and she's like, yeah, it's over. It's like, would you skip the whole movie just to get to the end to see if they live or die? I guess she couldn't deal with not knowing because it's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta know. Anyway, here's what I would like to see from Star Wars games. All right. I mean, it's a no-brainer for EA to make more games, but they're homogenous. Like, Duh. it's the same thing over and over again. Well, and they're cop- they're just copying other franchises, like, instead of just making their own thing. But here's what I want to know, Jeff. So there's a huge population of people, like myself, who love mm-hmm. indie games. These are the okay. smaller games that you download for 15, 20 bucks, tops, yep. 30 bucks. And they're amazing. And yep. they're made by, like, two or three people that have an incredible artistic vision. Usually the sound design is awesome because it's Mm -hmm. very, it's just very different. There's so much more room for creativity, just like in film, right? Big studio productions are safe. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, like they can't make Infinity War without the other 19 movies before it earning them some flexibility in the to make a bold choice like they did with the ending of that movie. You know what I mean? Like the, the first Iron Man is not going to end that way. Right. But 20 movies later, they're like, listen, we know what we're doing. Trust us. This is what we're going to do. Right. But like generally big budget studio movies have to be fairly safe, which is why, you know, J.J. Abrams was brought back in for the rise of Skywalker. Well, Ron, Ron Howard for Ron Howard. There you go. I mean, not Rogue One uh, for Solo. For Solo. So what I would like to see is get one of these smaller studios. There are so many genres of indie games. Have you ever heard of the game Advance Wars? No. So some of our listeners, maybe you've heard of Advance Wars. It's a fantastic game, you two-player game. You take turns. You It's asset management. You build up your little army, and then you do some moves, and then the other player takes a turn, and they make their moves. The art style is so cool. Well, that sounds like Risk. But it's car- it is. It is, and it's cartoony, but it's pixelated. It has a cool art style. Um, why not have a Star Wars game like that? Or something like Stardew Valley. Jeff, Stardew Valley, you've probably heard of Animal Crossing, Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Stardew Valley is like an independently made Animal Crossing. It was made by Ooh. one guy. It took him a few years, but it's super duper popular. I think it's the only indie game that's consistently in Nintendo's like top five in sales because everything okay. else is Mario, Zelda, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's fantastic. So give me that, but Star Wars themed. Old school, pixely letting you choose your terrain. Imagine Stardew Valley and you can Mm. choose like, I'm going to build my moisture farm on Tatooine. And then you're like building up your place. You're getting bigger. Maybe you buy a cantina and you run that and you attract. That's what I'm talking about. Like do this. Like it doesn't have to be. So I feel like there's so much, such a lack of creativity into the games that they're making. And which is again, not to say they're not good. The Sims version of Star Wars. Yeah. Or Jack. Have you heard of a game called Hyperlight Drifter? No, but that sounds cool. Fantastic indie game. Crazy cool. That art sounds style. like almost like Tron Cycle. No? Um, it reminds me the vibe is almost closer to like never ending story. But you're Ooh. this character who's sick. 
you're okay. like actually dying as the game progresses. Sounds a little morbid. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's morbid. And again, you can, you can take chances, do something new, do something a little darker. Right. But mm. the dude literally wields a pistol, like some sort of futuristic space pistol and some sort of sword. Mm. And like the mechanics in the game could not be more suited to like, you know, let's say a scoundrel with a blaster who happens to have found a lightsaber or vice versa. Maybe you have a mm. Jedi who, like Luke Skywalker, is also pretty good at using a blaster. Or, like, um, not Caleb. Um, uh, Kanan? No, or not Kanan. So his, his Ezra? The kid, Ezra. Ezra. So remember, remember Ezra's yeah. lightsaber? Right, right. Yep. yep. You know, his first lightsaber is a combination of a blaster and a lightsaber. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, you know, it's, a per- it's perfect for sort of, like, gunslinging adventure. Um, way more aesthetic quality, Jeff. Like, it's mm. so much more artful. And even the storytelling can take more chances. But, you know, find your niche space. Yeah. Like, I think I think for them, they have to get over photorealism, right? Mm. Like, gamers no longer need things to look like real life. Like, if you look at what Nintendo has learned, uh, oh, the most yeah. recent they, Zelda they game. They totally leaned in, right? Right. They, they've said, you know what? We're going to be cartoony, and that's fine. Very stylized. Yeah. And the, and the cartoony games, the Wind Waker, Jeff, holds up. I think that game is like 15 years old. But because it's a cartoony art style, it doesn't need all this horsepower to still look good today. I'm right there with you, man. Moof Milkers, tell us, what would your dream Star Wars game be? Ooh, I'd love to hear that. Right into the Skywalk at StarWarsOverCoffee at gmail.com. Next news nugget, Jeff. The Mandalorian publishing program revealed via StarWars.com. This is a lame way of saying there are going to be Mando books. Dude, I fell asleep while you were reading that title. (laughs) Oh, man, Jeff, the most near and dear to my heart, of course, will be The Art of the Mandalorian Season 1 with Mm. absolute fire original cover art by Doug Chang. Okay, okay. Also very interested in The Mandalorian, The Ultimate Visual Guide. Those are always written by Pablo Hidalgo, and they just kind of have like everything that you see. And the great thing about those is they'll show you like a really clean, clear pick of a character that you only see briefly in the background. I, I, I have a random question here. Yes. Do we have official confirmation that Rosario Dawson is in The Mandalorian? No, I don't believe we do. Oh, Jeff, come on. Let's skip ahead. I'm still waiting for this. Okay, we're going to skip ahead then All right. to my question. All right. When are we going to get... Because I, I think you we want the answer to that question, Jeff. But it would have come at Celebration. So the question is, when will we now get this information? Starting with, when will we get the first teaser trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2? September. September. See, I th- I'm yeah. going to say August, Jeff. Really? I, I think, but the thing I want to know is like, what are they going to do? Are they going to announce some sort of equivalent to an online version of what would have happened at Celebration? I don't know if you heard, Jeff, but like DC is doing this. Oh, now I forget. I don't know if it's just the cinematic stuff or what. So I, I, here's what I think. My prediction okay. is soon they will announce some sort of online equivalent to Celebration that will take place maybe at the same time in August, um, but sometime in August. Yeah. All right. Because all right. you can't just drop something like the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer without pomp and circumstance. And mm. I think maybe they'll do a Zoom. I think they're going to okay. do a Zoom, Jeff, with John Favreau, Dave Filoni, maybe Kathleen Kennedy, Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano. Carl Weathers, Giancarlo so Esposito. Wouldn't it be so cool if we could be in on the Zoom? Yes. Like why? Like here's my thing. Why aren't why aren't television shows just opening this stuff up? 
right. and saying, you know what? We're going to have a Zoom with a whole bunch of the whole bunch of the actors and everybody's invited. And yeah. either you get in or you yeah. don't. I think they could do something like that. I've seen so some outlets have done mm-hmm. things where you can win a sort of sweepstakes or you can enter. And maybe people that have celebration tickets purchased already are entered for a chance to be one of like a handful of VIPs. That's they get I'm to be saying. on the Zoom call. Yeah. And and you can, you know, and you can moderate. You don't even have to let them talk. Dude, right? it could still be a webinar, but like, you know, asking questions. <laughs> a webinar. Dude, a <laughs> webinar where you can ask questions and the actors can see the chat. I wouldn't put it past the people who call it the Mandalorian Publishing Program to refer to this event as a webinar. <laughs> A web a webinar with uh you know a, so we can dis- discover deltas and pluses and minuses. Can you just imagine? I don't want to de- depress people, Jeff. But can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine what it would have been like at Celebration yeah. if okay. they do this panel? Everyone I just mentioned, everyone yeah. we know is in the Mandalorian. Yep. But then you bring out the surprise appearance from Katie Sackoff, oh. and then. Rosario Dawson. Oh, see, now I'm depressed. Because Jeff, last year at D23, that's what they did. It, it was like so awesome. It was the Steve Jobs thing. Like we're done. Oh no, yeah, yeah, one yeah, more thing, done. and oh, you hey, and McGregor guys. comes out, and it's just like, <laughs> yes, hello, I'm Obi Wan again. Like, <laughs> man, could you imagine with Rosario Dawson? Dude, like the the, the place Don't in Anaheim. Don't get me started. Would, Don't get me erupted. started. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's depressing. In good news, the All art right, of the Mandalorian is. book is now coming a little earlier than it was. It's coming on December first of this year. Uh, Jeff, our boy, our beloved Moff Baller, Moff Gideon, oh, in yeah. real life known as Giancarlo Esposito. I'm not gonna. We don't have hey, time hey. to read the whole thing. He's the only trooper with a chain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. All right, go ahead, dude. He's awesome. He's awesome. Dude. He's awesome. Here's something that he was just quoted as saying. I'm almost afraid to read this in case you would consider it a spoiler. I I, I already read it. Okay. Right? All right. And I, I'm in shock. Is this one of your predictions? Like, you, did you read this somewhere or are you just making it up? No, he said this and I watched the video and Wait, I read the transcript. This no, is no, a quote. This isn't a quote. This is a quote, Jeff. But here's my solace is this. I'm hoping we haven't read a spoiler because I'm thinking he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Which should become clear when okay. I read it. Okay. Right, so, but if right. you're if you're truly truly spoiler adver- averse, you can tune uh, out. I'm now. not. I've already read it. Okay. So. But for the move milkers, you know, okay. if you don't it, potentially. So move milkers. Here's the thing. I th- I think this whole thing is conjecture. I think it, I don't think it fits in the spoiler category. Right. And I don't think it's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, so. Um, All right. Go ahead. He was talking about the fact that at the end of season one, he's seen wielding the dark saber. And then he talks about, you know, what that means for his character. He said, it also creates the possibility that he is one of the ones. And I should tell you, Jeff. I don't even know what that means. I should tell you, he had a sparkle in his eye the whole time. Like he was all excited. Okay. Like he was excited. (laughs) Like if you were in Star Wars, this is how your face would have looked. Right. Picture that as I read this. He says, he possibly has that. And that to me is interesting because is he really that fallen hero? Okay, is, let me read the next part. Go ahead. You read the next line. Is he a descendant of Darth Vader? Who is he? What does he want? He knows all about everything and you'll have to wait to find out. Yeah, he's actually pretty good with that Darksaber too. Oh man, dude, come on. <laughs> now I wish I had you read the whole quote, Jeff. <laughs> the, see, the Darth Vader thing is so out of left field. Yeah. 
That it's now, just, come on. It could just be. He also talked about how he had to like research like what is a moth, right? Yeah. He was talking about all this research and stuff. So maybe he's just, I think he just means like he's in this line of rulers, imperial, mm -hmm. you know, authority figures. Here's the thing. When you said moth, because of pandemic, I'm disinfecting everything. So the only thing I heard was mothballs. Yes. So it's like, yes. it's like, dude, what else do we have to clean in the Star Wars universe? That's why we call him mothballer, Jeff. <laughs> mothballer, baby. Jeff, I watched the episode of the Making of Mando series, whatever Okay. stupid marketing term they gave it on disney plus but you know the one and the episode about the music mm. with ludwig mandalorenson gorenson oh mm. man it was just so good and i got so excited for season two watching that show do you believe that there are fans of the mandalorian that are not star wars fans i think there are people who are like i'm not really into star wars but the mandalorian was really cool I think okay. that's, there's okay. definitely people out there that feel that way. All right, all right. Um, I recommend to the Moof Milkers to go watch. Mm. They released a music video, Jeff, which MTV doesn't even do anymore. Never mind Star Wars. But it's really cool. It's really just a promotional thing showing Ludwig and his composing process and showing scenes from the show. But around the halfway point of the song, so the music mm. video is of the Mandalorian theme song, but like halfway True. through, it's different than Ooh. any version that you've heard before. And it gets okay. really cool. So I recommend checking that out. And Jeff, my prediction is that Ludwig will get a cameo in Mandalorian season two. Really? Like, how could you not do that? Have you seen the dude, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. I know like, you have, like he has to be a character. You barely need to do any wardrobe on that guy. <laughs> like he just walks on set as is. Okay. I got you. I got you. I can see it. I can so see it. So that's what I'm predicting for today. Do it. Jeff, one more recommendation. For the move milkers out there, wear a mask. Yeah, P PSA people, like, come on. Look, all I'm saying is if you're a Star Wars fan, you want to wear a mask anyway. Yeah, right? It doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't have to be yeah. fabric. Wear a mask now so that you can yeah. wear another mask in 2022. That's what I'm talking about. Because if you don't, Jeff, I don't know if we're even going to have that celebration. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Uh. I really don't know. Hey, this is our chance to break out all the masks that you wanted to wear this whole time. Whether it's the Chewy laugh or the yeah. or, or the, the Stormtrooper yep. or the Dark Trooper or the Red Trooper. Jeff, would you, know. you go would you go jogging in the Chewy in the Chewy laughing mask? <laughs> uh only in my backyard. And when I'm like <laughs> jogging by someone who's not wearing a mask, it's like yeah. it's like, what's wrong with you people? Jeff is Fauci Ariota. <laughs> he could be. I think he is. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's made that mashup already. Right? Actually, I think he's more, who's the Yoda from Spaceballs? Yogurt? Oh, no. Yeah, he looks more. I large, think if yeah. you combine yeah. Fauci and Yoda, that's what you get. What, what was that guy's name? Mel? Uh... Mel Brooks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mel Brooks. Fauci is, uh, he's he, the, the Schwartz is with him. <laughs> the Schwartz. He made the Schwartz be with you. Spaceballs, bonus recommendation, now on Netflix. Hey, now. Jeff, next time, we keep promising that we're going to have an episode about what is Waititi going to do with his Star Wars. For real next time, Jeff. Okay? All right. Let's talk Next about time, it. that's going to be our main it. topic. If they stop dropping news, we'll finally be able to talk about what we really want to talk about, which and is- And Waititi, if you don't want us to talk about it, feel free to call the show and we will talk to you. Jeff, I think- Oh, no. You've already seen it now on the agenda. Uh, I was going to say, I think my take for what Taika should do would surprise you, but- but you have it, so... You know what? I think I read it, but I already forgot it. So go Oh, ahead. good. Yeah, just throw it out, right. and I'll surprise you next time. This is Jeff. 
This is Brett. <laughs> and we're ending the show on a great dismount. You can't just change saying... your inflection all of a sudden, Jeff. There's so much Star Wars tradition here. I mean, Skywalk tradition here. You can't change it. It's precious. It's okay, sacred. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm just kidding. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. <laughs>